my worst nightmare is a man knocks on this here door on Valentine's Day. He's in a full tuxedo with like, what's it called? A cumber patch thing? A cumber, a cumber band? A cumber band. A cumber band. Full tuxedo with like the tails on the end too. So we've got a full tuxedo, a top out. He's a little bit sweaty because he's running. He's running to my door. He has a teddy bear and a box of chocolates and some roses. Mm -hmm. I'd throw up on him. Welcome back to Cousin Time. Jessica and Cameron are college friends turned post-grad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join them as they reminisce on their childhoods, rationalize their Sunday scaries, and ruminate on the thrills and chills of Valentine's Day. You heard it here first, folks. We're diving in mm-hmm. tomorrow, according to you. According to you. Is Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, it is. Today, for us, is a special day, mm-hmm. even though it's not Valentine's Day, because it's yeah. our first time on camera. It is our first time on camera. <laughs> We're getting a little crafty in the Cousin Cottage and GLUHQ. And GLUHQ has now turned into <laughs> CTHQ, Cousin Time. Cousin and, Time headquarters. And, yeah, the production value, it's through the roof. <laughs> We've hired a non-paying position of social media director. Yeah, yeah. We're maybe we'll start opening up new internship positions, Probably. accepting applications. If you're interested, send your resume to cousintimepod at gmail.com. And we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. But besides that, hopefully it doesn't affect our dynamic. We're sitting honestly as we usually do on the couch. Yeah. Knowing, zooming out, I feel like we're so far apart, but this is how we usually sit because we like our personal space. We do. We are cousins who do not touch. We've never touched. Never touched. Except last night we were at a Valentine's Day party. And first of all, let's take a moment to applaud those girls on the decorations. There. Round of applause for Sylvia and Ella. It was like I walked into a Pinterest board. Yes. There were things hanging from the ceilings. Candles everywhere confetti the disco ball the disco ball everything on the food table matched yep it was like a family reunion right there on that table yeah yeah everything was just so beautiful and aesthetic they had a curated playlist they had themed games yes it was so well done it was stunning it was stunning but with that being said these girls were sitting on a couch next to each other and we both had our feet like curled in under our leg but like opposite legs doing that so at one point our feet were tucked in and then our feet kissed it was the most uncomfortable i've ever been by a touch yeah me too it was i felt it through my entire body in a very negative way because it it, let's say it was incestual (laughs) it was so incestual so 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 wrong beyond wrong yeah forgive us i i'll forgive you i'll forgive you and i hope the rest of the world can tween in (laughs) but yes speaking of that valentine's day party yeah Here's what I was thinking about last night is mm-hmm. always go to Valentine's parties hosted by educators because when did Valentine's peak in the second grade? It peaked in the second grade without a doubt. I vividly remember, like I don't remember specific years parties, but I remember the general sense of an elementary school Valentine's Day classroom party. It had, that is a curated vibe. So curated. It had the same... Je ne sais quoi as the Halloween and the holiday parties and everything because, again, you were getting those supermarket cookies Mm -hmm. and you were having, like, a pin the tail on the donkey moment. You were wearing your best clothes themed. But there was also a certain love in the air. (laughs) Certainly a certain love in the air. Did you ever have any Valentines? I feel like 
like I did. In elementary school, I feel like I did. I don't really remember it that well. But also in elementary school, I feel like everyone is giving everyone a Valentine. Like, that's part of the oh, yeah. shtick. But did I, you have a specific Valentine? I never had any um, labeled Valentines, mm. if you will. But I remember, because you'd go to Target and you'd get your little pack of 24 Valentines. And you would put... I would spend nights brainstorming. I would peruse those shelves week after week until I was ready to lock in my answer. Like, am I getting the Hannah Montana or am I getting the, you know, Madagascar Valentine? This is where you and I are so different. You just walk in and pick one? Yep. Because I, they come with different goodies. Do I want the tattoos or do I want the bookmarks? You know what I mean? What character is going to put out into the world what I'm trying to put out into the world? But then beyond that, I remember the process of assigning each Valentine in the box to each of your Okay, I do remember that. That's where I would self-assign some Valentines <laughs> because do you remember like some of the Valentines were bigger than others? Like you'd usually get yeah. two big ones. Yeah. And so those were going to the GLUs. The, the GLUs. The inner circle. And just, just to clarify, because we did get a question from, I'll say it, one of my favorite fans, Caleb, yes. about what GLU means. A GLU is a girl like us. It's used to identify and assimilate with people of the same brainwaves. Exactly. And a GLU is not necessarily a gendered term. No. A girl is so gender neutral. Anyone can be a GLU. Because I'd say Caleb is a GLU. Caleb is a GLU without a doubt. Anyone can be a GLU if you're a GLU. And he's going to lose his mind when he gets, <laughs> he gets a shout out. Um... I lost my train of thought. Where was I? Oh, you're assigning those big cards to your inner circle. Yeah. And then you're going, and I'm sorting between good, better, best Mm -hmm. with my Valentine's. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking, who's on the outskirts of the class? Who's maybe going to be forgotten this Valentine's Day? The naughty and the nice list. Oh, you're thinking who's going to be forgotten? Yeah, like who who maybe doesn't have the street cred in this Frank's fourth grade class that I I do. I was thinking, who are my enemies? Oh, no, I'm I'm giving giving the underdogs... I'm gonna give them one of the better ones. And this is this is this is a perfect example of us. You're thinking inclusivity, I'm thinking exclusivity. <laughs> and it's two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a fun line. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking, who who has a crush on me? And I'm reading the messages on each of the Valentines to find which one's not gonna give them the wrong yeah. message. Yeah. What are the platonic messages and what are the flirty messages? Exactly, because if I think I could I could lead you on. I'm not gonna. I'm not about to play no. that game. No. So you're getting a strictly platonic card. Did you give flirty ones to your crushes? Maybe I can't remember a time I did that. It would make sense, but I also feel like some of the flirty ones. I was like, let me give these to the GLUs. Who are going to pick up what I'm putting down and not read into it? Yeah. And then the rest were all random assignments. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a strategy beyond giving the bad ones to the, your enemies? I don't really think I had that much of a strategy because. I don't know. I remember, like, writing everyone's name on the Valentine, but what I remember more is sorting through my own Valentines oh. after after we got them. See, I don't remember too much of that, so what was that like? Well, first of all, do you remember making the little mailbox for your oh, desk? Oh, yeah. Because that was so, so, so fun. But I don't remember doing, like, a mailbox as much as just, like, decorating a brown paper bag. Oh, really? Maybe we were on a budget. Oh. I feel like we had, I mean, maybe it was, like, based on a brown paper bag, but I also feel like maybe we used, like, old tissue boxes and then cleaned them out, covered them in construction paper, 
decorated them, and then that's where your Valentine's went in. That's cute because you've already got that slit. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I just remember like rolling up my brown bag and like taking it on the bus Mm -hmm. and being like, I'm about to start going through these because I just couldn't wait till I got home. Yeah. Because I feel like they had a rule where you weren't allowed to go through your Valentine's at school. Mm. Maybe to prevent anything that could have been considered bullying or flirtatious. No animosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, did you ever do anything with your family for Valentine's Day? I don't think so. I feel like my dad would get me and my mom flowers. That's cute. What about Kendrick? He didn't really get anything. <laughs> I feel like my parents gave us all... All little gifts, like oh, li- really? little tokens for a couple years. Because I remember one year, this was the Valentine's Day that changed my life. I received the first solo album of Vanessa and Hutchins. And Which, can we just talk for a minute about how that album changed the world? Never underestimate a girl. That made me... Never underestimate a girl. No, that, that's what started my girl boss era. Right. I remember I had like an old CD player. Mm -hmm. It was a white CD player and it had like some blue on it. And it was not, it wasn't though like the kind with the handle that you would hold. It was like a box. It was very sleek. It was very modern and I loved it. I wonder if it's still at my parents' house somewhere because I might be asking for that in the mail. Yeah. Um, And I had my little CD collection. This was when I was in my listening to music era. (laughs) Um, And I remember having... Miley Cyrus, the old album that had Seven Things I Hate About You. Breakout. Breakout. Vanessa Hudgens, Never Underestimate a Girl, One Direction. These are all very different eras. So you had the CD player for a while. I did. Taylor Swift Fearless. Yeah. Core four for me. The core four. And those are the, if I was on a deserted island, those would be the four albums I took. Core I four. Let's just say it. Yeah. Um, except for instead of Breakout, I might take the Meet Miley Cyrus, the double disc, where it's like one side's Hannah, one side's Miley. Okay, yeah. Is that, but Breakout, that's a more adult album. It's more like adult contemporary. I, that, I don't think music has changed my life the same way since. The only thing that I think is going to be in any way equal footing to Miley Cyrus Breakout is Miley Cyrus Flowers, because whatever album that's on. I think it's. What is it called? What's it called? Or is it, it's not it's called something about summer. Yeah. Maybe it's but just summer. one thing Miley has on her back is the entire music industry, and she's had it for years. Years. But I'm not going to give her enough rest. credit. We don't give her enough credit. No. I also want to talk about Miss Vanessa Ann Hudgens, mm-hmm. because I know her as Vanessa Ann Hudgens, but you know her as Vanessa Hudgens, and when did that Ann get dropped? Because I feel like nowadays, she's just a firsty blasty. But she had that middle in there for a while. I never remember her having a middle name. What in what context did she ever have a middle name? I think HSM one. She was it was introducing Vanessa Ann Hudgens. No. It was Vanessa Absolutely. Hudgens. Absolutely Vanessa Ann. I feel like you adopted the Ann. No. Is her I'm last not name the is her middle name one. even Ann? I think it is. Okay. Girls, we're looking this up. Fact check. Because I feel like that's something that you would do. Just give some. No, a I name. can picture the screen. In High School Musical saying, introducing Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Because that was powerful. Especially the, like, the syllabic pattern of it, the 312. I mean, you're right. It is her middle name. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I don't know when that got dropped, but I have never in my life referred to her as Vanessa Ann Hudgens. I just, I've never stopped. I should. I should respect that she's just a first year last Right. That's what she wants to be. Beyond that, though, my family would also do chocolate fondue on Valentine's <gasps> Day night. 
Which Shut is a tradition we might need to bring back. Up! That is so fun. It was so fun, so cute. We would have our little strawberries, yeah. our pound cake, our pineapple. We don't eat enough fondue. You know, we need to, let's normalize fondue. Let's normalize fondue because what is more fun than eating cheese, chocolate, bread? Doing it with a stick. <laughs> and eating that sucker up. I, one of my passions is skewering. I love to skewer. Yeah. I feel like we've talked about this semi-recently, but what that's making me think of also is that scene in Hannah Montana with young Rico. There's been scenes where he's been covered in cheese and then a scene where Jackson was covered in chocolate. Is the Jackson chocolate one the episode I can't watch with all the chocolate bunnies? Yes. Okay. That episode I block out of my brain because it makes me ill. Yeah. The cheese, is that like a cheese jerky moment for me? Yeah. Yeah. And I think at the end of the cheese jerky, he like almost like a coach gets Gatorade dumped on him, gets cheese dumped on him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he brought the cheese, he brought the jerky, put it together. Cheese jerky. jerky. Yeah. Um, We're going to use our rewatching (laughs) That's That can be our spring air. That's a good spring show. Yeah. Um, what was Valentine's like for you as you entered your middle grades, your high school? I feel like I remember in high school, Jet's Pizza came out with a heart-shaped pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And I did chop down on that bad boy a time or two. Um, middle school, I feel like Valentine's Day in middle school is the prime place to be. Yeah. Because there's so many hormones. There's so much chaotic energy. And there's, in middle school, there's so much, like, dating for a week. Where it's like, you never know where you stand with anyone. I don't, like, remember having a Valentine in middle school at all. But I remember observing. You know what I mean? And just, like, the day when you go into school on Valentine's Day, it's like, you never know what's going to happen. Like, this could be the day that my life changes forever, but it's a random Tuesday and I'm 12. And you could have met the love of your life that day. Yeah. I am racking my brain trying to think of one singular Valentine's Day in middle school, and I can't think of a single one I had. Well, I honestly, I'll say it, I feel like I blocked out most of middle school as best as I could, as most people do. The only other thing is my best friend in middle school, her birthday's two days after Valentine's, so I'm mm. wondering if I was always in the birthday zone. Right, right. Rather than the Valentine's. I just, I literally cannot remember a single one. Yeah. I can remember some of high school. I remember freshman year Valentine's Day. First of all, the invitations for this event were sent out via email. Who hosted? Um, this boy that my friend liked. And <laughs> he emailed all five of us and said, what are y'all doing on Valentine's Day? Let's go see the Lego movie. Mm, classic. And he, so we, we went to the Lego movie and we followed it up with a little trip to Wendy's. Yeah. And it was classic. on Valentine's Day and my friend liked him, so we all went. But it was also this kid that I liked and me and my friend's other third friend. So it was the weirdest, it was the weirdest group. Yeah. And I remember me and my friend who liked the inviter, her name's Madeline, we, we were doing some texting in the days after thinking, what seating order are we going to have this Lego movie? And how are we going to make sure it happens? And, and what it did, you did do? go according to how? plan. How? Tell me the plan. It was because we said, us girls, we need to be together for camaraderie. Absolutely. So the neutral friend, she's in the middle. Each of us on one side are hopeful bows yeah. on, on the outskirts. Separate them so they can't conspire against us. Keep us together so we can whisper. Did it work? Did you get a little handhold? Oh, absolutely. We didn't do it, get any handhold. It was it was very platonic from top to bottom. I don't see how the Lego movie and Wendy's could be anything but. <laughs> yeah. But 
We did. We had our game plan for when we walk in that theater, how we were going to make sure these boys are in the right seats. Wow. And, and when we went to Wendy's, my dad showed up. <gasps> he crashed. Like, intentionally? Like, he Intentionally, because I think he... I, I still don't know. Maybe he's going to answer now. I think maybe he thought it wasn't really the group shenanigan it was, and I was going on a date. And then he decided to crash it? Because, and he, I don't even remember, I don't even remember much interaction. I just remember the five of us sitting in a booth at Wendy's with the inviters, two parents too. Because my next question was going to be, you're 14, who's chaperoning this event? So his parents weren't at the movies, they must have just waited in their car. The movie theater and Wendy's were in the same shopping center. Oh. But like really kind of on very a different end so we did have to drive they drove us from the movies to the wendy's mm-hmm. and then they sat at like the table next to us because we mm-hmm. were dining inside wendy's it's valentine's day it's valentine's day wendy's Spurge is the little. place to be and where are you my dad wendy's? came and he sat at a third booth just like watching i guess did so. he did you interact with him because i feel like every every girl goes through her hating her parents era i remember being like just kind of like you didn't trust me, right? But not like upset per se, you little one. And because personally, I would have been mortified. But I was more just like I was like really, but I wasn't like mad. Yeah. But I was also just kind of confused. Right. What are you doing here? Yeah. I also would like to think about the fact that someday, hopefully, we'll have kids. And can you just like imagine being a parent and like chaperoning your kid for things? Like I can't wait. I cannot wait to do that. But like I'm just zooming out thinking I'm a parent. My child's 12. I'm chaperoning their date. I'm driving them to and fro and I'm giving them money to pay for it. Yeah. What's that gonna be like? I I can't wait because I I don't like drama involving me, but I love drama involving others. I love drama involving others. So I think to like witness, now of course like when my kid gets their heart broken, I'm going to be aching. My heart will shatter. But like when they're 12 and it's still got that element of like fun and games where you know it's not serious, it's just character building. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah. And like I, I just can't wait to like listen in the car. Like I'm driving the car, my child and their date are in the backseat. What conversations are they having? Yeah. What are they talking about? It's Valentine's Day. What are they talking about? I can't wait for that to be me. I, yeah. Oh. I, we have so much to look forward to in our 30s. So much to look forward to. Because, well, if everything goes according to plan, we'll have, like, what, a one-year-old when we're 30? Yeah. That means, but then we have to wait 10 more years. We'll be 40. 40? And then, here's the thing I want to think about. I'm thinking now, my kids got a little sweetie. I want to be calling my cousin in and giving her the tea. Yeah. But is that appropriate? Like, I'm just saying, I don't, well, maybe they do. Do my parents call their friends and rat me out about things? I feel like they do. Probably. I feel like when you were in middle school, they absolutely did. Because who else are you going to talk to about the weird stuff that your kid is doing? I mean, I guess the person you're sharing the kid with. Yeah, but like sometimes you need a GLU. I, my cousin's going to need to know. (laughs) Um, Because like we said before, whoever... Poor unfortunate souls end up with either of these two cousins. It's a it's package a two for deal. One. It's a two Buy for one, one get one free, and we're coming in together. If you're bringing me flowers, you're bringing in a second bouquet. If you're taking me to dinner, you're taking my cousin too. Yeah. And you have to learn. And that's where we have fortunately gone right in the past, as people have accepted that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, so. Wait, did you have any Valentine's sweethearts in high school? Not really. 
And then in college, you did sometimes. I did. Did you ever do anything? Yeah, but like it, when you get to college, I feel like, or just when you're grown, Valentine's Day isn't as exciting as it is when yeah. you're in your youth because it's just like another day, you know? Sure, we'll go on a date. Take me out for a nice dinner. Sounds great. Buy me some flowers. I'll accept it. But it's to be expected. It's not like as exciting or mm-hmm. thrilling. Especially as when you're in a child. relationship. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I actually love Valentine's Day. It's in my top probably three to five holidays, which is interesting coming from a girlie who's never been in a relationship. But I think what that is, because I feel like so many girlies are like, I don't have a Valentine. Like, yeah, it's just such a hard holiday yeah. to get through. I've never felt that. But no. I think it's for because for me, it's always been Valentine's Day. It's always been about the girls. Yeah. And yeah. so for me, that's just what the holiday is. And so I'm like, can't wait to have my girls over and wear some pink and red yeah. and eat a little sweet treat. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I remember when, I can't remember what year of college it was, but I remember being in the basement of that dorm that had the sorority lodges. When you were in a sorority, we were in that lodge and I felt like I was in like the common room of a Harry Potter house. Yes. And that's what it was. It was so secretive. I was like, I can't believe I'm in here without even being in a sorority. This is cray cray. Cray cray. And we had made, we made chocolate covered strawberries. We were watching American Idol, I think. Probably. That's usually what I'm watching around Valentine's Day. And it was a good old time. One thing about me in Valentine's Day, on Valentine's Day in college, was I was busy at work. Because a club I was in, mm-hmm. we, we were the girls, you know them, you all know them, the singing angels. <gasps> Oh my god, I forgot about this. Valentunes. Valentunes. And yeah, I was corroborating with Cupid for three years. (laughs) Yeah. And then my senior year, yeah, I was Cupid herself. I was was selling the Valentunes. I was delivering. I was coordinating who was doing what. And I had my day blocked out because we were booked and bust. How much money did y'all raise? We were raised a couple hundred each year. But the thing is, each Valentine was only a dollar. That's so... It was so affordable. So affordable. I remember one year, your Valentine paid me extra to learn a song that was not on the list. Because we had, like, five song options. Yeah. And he said, these won't do. (laughs) Wasn't it the Gilmore Girls theme song? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we special learned that for you. Yeah. Actually, I special learned it for you. It was just me singing over the phone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For all of his flaws, he did know me in that regard. And he said, this is the only song she wants to hear. (laughs) It's the only song she knows. And, And was. Um, something I want to talk about in regards to Valentine's Day is the coupling that happens prior to it. Because I feel like the past month, month and a half, we've been seeing just out on these streets a mad dash to get cuffed. And people say that, like, cuffing season is, like, October, November. I think it's January. Yeah. Because you're on your new year, new me. And I've had more than one friend into a relationship in the past six weeks. Or at least get back in their dating era. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think it's so interesting because I know in my heart and soul that a lot of those relationships are going to be over by this time next week. <laughs> not next week. I hope not. <laughs> because you're just doing it for Valentine's Day. And then the, the, the facade, it fades. You start to see the truth. And all of a sudden, you got the ick. Yeah. 
<laughs> I appreciate the hustle because like yeah. I too would do just about anything for a little box of chocolate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that is so funny to me. Yeah. Um, can we talk about next? What would you get the ick from of someone doing on Valentine's Day? What would give you the ick if the person you were dating did it? Oh my gosh. I think if they were to perform any sort of live music for I was immediately thinking flash mob. (laughs) Yeah, flash mob. (laughs) Unless you're doing a flash mob ironically. But like you have to like know that person so well to be able to pull off an ironic flash mob. Yeah, because here's the thing. Even though I led Valentine's if somebody were to give me a Valentine's, I don't think I'd get the ick for them, but I'd be mortified. Yeah, but what I think is worse is, like, the person that you're with if they were dating. Like, if if I was dating, like, the lead of the acapella group on campus, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you got the troublemakers were there, <laughs> I'd have to break up with them. Yeah, no, no matter how attractive the troublemakers are as a group, we'd have to be done. Immediately on site. What... Is there anything else? Like, I feel like there's a lot I could. Flash mob is like tasteful. Flash mob is top of the list. Top of the list, without a doubt, is you. I'm I'm just sitting. I'm a girl in the world, and all of a sudden, people are singing and dancing at me. I'm throwing hands. <laughs> You're defeating the flash mob. <laughs> that is a challenge, and I can handle a challenge. You've been challenged before. I've been challenged before, and I will be challenged again. That's simply a test. Mm-hmm. And I will pass. Exactly. Because not every suitor is going to be an eligible one. And that's no. how you know they're ineligible. That's how you pluck them right out. Mm-hmm. What else would give you the ick? <sighs> Any sort of Valentine's Day post. Yeah. Sorry, don't post about me. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I'm just not, I'm not a PDA girly. And that to me falls under PDA. Especially on a day. Like if it's my birthday, post about me, post yeah. about me, post about yeah. me. But Valentine's Day, we all share it. But I don't want anyone to post about me in, like, a real type no, of way. You know what I mean? be a silly goose about it. Be a silly goose or don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to confront my own feelings. No! And I certainly People don't want to do it on Instagram. It's the same. It's going back to our wedding thing. It's yeah. like, I don't want other people to know how I'm feeling. No, if I would not want anyone to know that I have a husband. Yeah. That's private. That's between That's me and my husband and my cousin. no one needs to know. No. No one needs to know. No. Um... What are your thoughts on Valentine's Day proposals? So bad. Yeah. So, 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 so bad. I hope no one, I hope none of my close friends have been in, proposed to on Valentine's Day. I'm not thinking it has happened. No. And you creative. do, just know that it's so bad. You can do better. <laughs> you can do better. The only exception is like if Valentine's Day is for some reason important in your relationship. Yeah. Like if you got together on Valentine's Day, maybe. But even, even still, then. You can do better because everyone else is going to not realize that. And it also feels like you're just, like, cramming all of the romance into one day. Spread like, it spread out. it out. You can love me year-round. Yeah. I'm not a one-trick pony. No, and you shouldn't be either. No. Yeah. Um, what kinds of gifts would you love to receive and hate to receive from a partner on Valentine's Day? Okay. I'm going to be honest. I feel like I should be, in order to maintain cool girl status, anti chocolates and flowers but if somebody got me a box of vegan chocolates because i think that would quote i think the difference is if you just get a box of chocolates you literally just dashed into your publics and grabbed it right but if you got vegan chocolates i know you had to put in some effort and that's the the love language it's the effort and it's the putting in the thought yeah acts of service acts of service like if you spend some time googling that's an act of service yeah yeah that's all i want yeah what about you i 
I I agree. I don't want though because to me there's a difference between a heart-shaped box of chocolates from Walgreens and some roses and like some flowers that you chose because they remind you of me and right. some treat that you got because it reminds you of me. So really, I guess I just want something heartfelt. I want you to put your time, energy, and money into it. (laughs) Money being the big one. If you want to just write me a check for Valentine's Day, (laughs) go right But I also think like more than like some kind of gift, I'd rather an activity. Yeah. Like I'd rather go do something fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because experience over... Yeah, but again, there's a fine line because I want to do something fun that won't give me the ick for you. Like a romantic dinner? Maybe not. Maybe we go see the Blue Man Group. That's what we're going to be doing soon. Nothing says love like the Blue Man Group. Nothing says love like a blue man. Well, yeah, actually, what would you want to do on Valentine's Day in a romantic sense? I'm trying to think. I... See, this is also where I'm like, there's so much hype around Valentine's Day and for what, you know? Exactly love me all the time right <laughs> also i just don't think i'm a romantic girl that there's that also yeah like i'm not like oh wow like this is such a perfect yeah. day to be in love if maybe if i actually was in love i feel different <laughs> i don't know i don't want to shame people if a man showed up to my house in a tuxedo no ick ick and then and then they're gonna have to they made their bed they're gonna have to lay in it because now i have to break up with you on valentine's Day. yes my worst nightmare is a man knocks on this here door on valentine's day he's in a full tuxedo with like what's it called a cumber patch thing a cumber a cumber band a cumber band a cumber band full tuxedo with like the tails on the end too so we've got a full tuxedo a top out he's a little bit sweaty because he's running he's run to my door he has a teddy bear and a box of chocolates and some roses. Mm-hmm. I'd throw up on him. I think if you gave me red roses on Valentine's Day, I'd be upset because yeah. I don't even like roses. No, I'm not a roses girl. Do I look like a roses girl? Hello? Yeah. Unless you were to get in. And also, roses are so expensive. Yeah. So use that money to wine and dine me. Wine and dine me. That's the thing. I want you to take me to a restaurant that I've been like subtly dropping hints yeah. about. And like, let's publicly drop some hints right now. Take me to Taco Mama. Taco Mama. Yep. Take Taco me to Taco Mama. Mama. Take me to get a pub sub. If you take me to get a Wait. pub sub, we will get married in the Publix. Actually, because I'm thinking about how we don't live anywhere near Publix. And if a man were to knock on this back, back door with a pub sub. I would marry him on site. I'd say I will bear all of your children right now. Let's eat this pub sub and then let's run to that courthouse. Yeah. Yeah. Happy yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah. If you are somewhere that you can have easy access to a pub sub, check your privileges. <laughs> I want you to be very aware of the privileges you have to even be standing here right now. Yeah. 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 Because not all girls are having that. Not all girls have that. And us Midwestern girlies, we're suffering. We are suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we just maybe go start handing out our numbers in Publixes? Probably. To the deli workers? <laughs> yeah. Because that's all I want. Yeah. I want someone who can make me a mean sandwich. <laughs> so important. Quality yeah. number one. Ha! Yeah. Sandwich, sandwich here. Yeah. <laughs> a sandwich <laughs> artist. Sandwich artist. We've been down that road. That's just your type. I have dated a sandwich artist before. Yeah. You're right. So maybe we don't, but I feel like there's a really big difference between being a sandwich artist at lowly chain subs mm, shops mm-hmm. and at Publix. So true. So true. Mm-hmm. Pub- Publix is top tier. Top tier. Yeah. That's, you have to have probably like five years of sandwich artist experience. Yeah. A degree in sandwiches before they even let you in the door. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anything else about Valentine's Day? I feel like we've covered all our bases. All the bases. Yeah. 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 Well, if anyone's been struck by Cupid, Mm. send us an email. Yeah. If anyone's had Cupid's arrow strike them in the heart in not a good way, write us an email too. We're here. We're a listening ear. If you want advice, no one gives better advice than us. No. No. So Cousin Time Pod. Yeah. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Let us know what your Valentine's Day icks are because I'm curious. Your icks and your six. Yeah. 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 Well, happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Should we do Aqua Notes? Let's do Aqua Notes. So, for our Aqua Notes this week, we were exploring specific and niche communities. Which I think is very funny because this was, I created the title for this one, and we don't talk about this. It's just whoever gets in the shower first creates yeah. the title. I was doing this in not a negative or condescending way, like it was very neutral. I feel like all yours were negative. Okay, and? Like, I feel like all of these are groups of people that you would want to shoot. <laughs> but I am in, like, four of my five groups I wrote down. I was just going with specific and niche. See, and I was reading your groups, and I was saying, <laughs> No. Okay, well, my first, this is, the, this is the only one that I don't belong in, proudly. People who say, excuse me. Mm. I think excuse me is fun to say ironically, though. Yeah, but it's just, you have to be in a space where that irony is going to be recognized. No, that's Like, so if true. we were to say N-G-L-U-H-Q, mm-hmm. they would know. But if I were to say it at work, mm-hmm. I'd have to quit. No, you'd have to quit and probably move and change your name as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's so embarrassing. I'm blushing just thinking yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, And then my second one, and this is one I did fall into, early 2000s Bath & Body Works Warm Vanilla Sugar Loyalist. Because I feel like if yeah. you were a Bath & Body Works shopper between the years, like, 2006 and 2009 you had to pick a you had to pick a party and it was either warm vanilla sugar or cucumber melon yeah you're so right which one were you warm vanilla sugar as well yeah of course we find each other okay my first one on this year list is ferret owners a call back to the ra episode call back to the ra episode but i just feel like people who have ferrets they all have a joint group chat there's got there's gotta be facebook groups for that should we find them there's probably a Facebook group for every community we've created. And we're going to be seeking them out later. Yeah. Um, former college tour guides. We both fall into this. We do. We because do. Because I feel like I, you can introduce me to anyone. Like, for example, the party we were at last night, I could tell you who in that room was and was not a college tour guide. Absolutely. Because college tour guides have a certain je ne sais quoi. And I feel like we'll get into this more in our episode about our college experience Mm -hmm. but there is something about being a college tour guide that gives you a certain experience that you will carry with you for the rest of your life in terms of how you interact with the public Mm -hmm. and real recognizes real real recognizes real always okay i have high school rotc band member crossover yeah because that's a venn diagram that I feel like has a very small median because how do you have time for both? Exactly. How do you have time for both? And what are you up to today? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're in the army band. <laughs> Maybe you are. Oh, you had another one. Oh, you had three in a row. Well, I'll just say one of mine. <laughs> cool rap at Chick-fil-A stands. Because I don't know about you, but I was a girl who when we went to Chick-fil-A, I was getting that cool rap. You know, I'll be honest. I only went to Chick-fil-A like once a year the closest chick-fil-a was like an hour away so i'm sorry i'm different i do you know that guy on tiktok do you ever get him he's a 23 year old who lives in washington dc he does those like swipey photo vlogs but his first slide is always day in the life as a 23 year old who lives in washington dc no he had one the other day where he went to chick-fil-a and he got a cool wrap and oh i'm gonna need to make one at home i want chick-fil-a so bad 
I do. I want a chicken sandwich. When is Chick-fil-A going to include me? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I want. Okay. Next I have people who still have a pop socket. Yeah. (laughs) You are a niche community. I've never had a pop socket. Have you? I feel like I did have a pop socket when they were popular. I was low-key actually thinking about getting a pop socket again to put on my Kindle. I saw something about getting a pop socket for your Kindle. That makes a lot of sense. And I think I might do it and I might enter this community, but I feel like the people with pop sockets now are in their 50s. They are women. They are Christian and they live in the South. So my mom has a pop socket and she's all four of those things. Like I said. Um, I've never been a pop socket hater. It's just never provided the convenience for me. Yeah. Yeah. Read another because you've got a few. Okay. My last one is Vera Bradley stands. Yeah. And by this, I'm more so thinking people who are Vera Bradley stands in the past and still use all of those items today. Mm-hmm. But then also, I think as a mm, social media society trend forecaster, I think we are about to see a, a resurgence. A resurgence of Vera Bradley. Oh, so you're saying it Vera. I always said Vera. Interesting. Interesting. Um, let's not open that box. But um, <laughs> we'll have another Dobby Dobby. Yeah, but it's I haven't been in forgive me, I haven't been into a Hallmark in quite okay. some time. Yeah. Are is Vera Bradley still like setting up shop there? I don't is, know. Are they still currently being made or is it like an antique? I feel like it's an antique and that's why we're out to get the resurgence. Because I was a Vera Bradley girl. Me too. And I, I had, had a makeup patterns. bag, I had a a bag bag. I had some backpacks. Backpacks, yeah. And like at the time it was so cute. A crossbody. But I feel like I've I've given all mine to Plato's I know. And I regret it now. Yeah. Lime green survivors. Are you a lime green survivor? I like am. having a lime green era? Yes, because I feel like if you were between the ages, if you were a girly between the ages of 9 and 14 in the late 2000s, early 2010s, mm-hmm. there, was a, there was a population, lime green became your life, your passion, your no, calling. No, my, when my parents were repainting the house, they said, what color should we paint your bathroom? I said lime green. Yeah. If I had been able to paint my walls, I would have painted it lime green. But I had, like, lime green banners, stickers on the walls. And, yeah, I had to accompany it with a tasteful neon pink, neon purple. Mm -hmm. Not neon, but, like, hot pink, hot purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And zebra print. Zebra print. Lime green and zebra print were a match made in heaven. But I was rocking lime green everything. Yeah. Flat earthers. They're out here. I don't think I've ever met one. I have. Really? Yeah, I have. I've met a flat earther and I live to tell the tale. Wow. Yeah. The flat earthers are out here. And honestly, they're, they're, they're everywhere. They are the people you pass on the street. They're the people that make you your coffee. They're the people that are driving on the roads. They are everywhere. And it's concerning. I think driving on the road is the scariest one. Because if I thought the earth was flat, <laughs> I wouldn't dare to drive. No. They scare me. Because, like, the way that they so vehemently believe that that is the truth, like, I love being passionate and getting behind your passion, but I think it's also important that we put limitations on our passions. And maintain an open mind for, like, when new scientific data is discovered. And, like, I don't know, maybe this is crazy of me, but let's trust science. Let's, let's dare to dream. Slay and dismay? Slay and dismay. I definitely have my sleigh for this week, but I don't know if I have my dismay had a good week. I know. I can't think of any dismays. Maybe that's a good thing for us. Should we, is this our first ever no dismay week? Wow. Our PMAs are really pulling through. Big news, everyone. No dismays at all. 
notice maze were having very positive mental attitudes. Yeah. And yeah. I have no complaints about no. that. No. We've been having a lot of LGS though, which I think we should take yes. into consideration. Lucky girl syndrome, LGS. And like, honestly, I think we're only going to be going up from here because next week we're going to cats the week after that. No pause next week. We're going to blue man group and the, chorus line and chorus line. The week after that, we're going to cats. Today, we got all-you-can-eat sushi. Like, everything is everything is how it should be. Everything is going right. We have a lot of things on our calendar. Mm-hmm. And we ha- we're having a lot of fun. And I'm hoping this doesn't mean that we're going to crash and burn. I don't think we will because I think by the time we would hit our crash and burn, the sun's going to be out shining again. It's yeah. going to be summertime. And we have a summertime bucket list. We have a summertime bucket list. And most of mine involve water. Yeah, you're going to be a water baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, my sleigh for this week is that I got a new water bottle. I was thinking that was going to be yours. Yeah. Yes. I got an Owala mm-hmm. and... Howl just... for the Owala. Here it is. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, unless you want to. But I love it. This is what I love about my Owala. I love the color. It's blue with some fun stuff going on at the top. When I press the button, I can sip or slurp. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, it's, it's insulated. I'm already feeling more hydrated. No, I love my Owala. I'm a Owala loyalist. She, I love that you can sip, but she's not the straw that like gets gross. You know yeah. what I mean? Like wash her stuff. But she's not going to get gross. She feels so nice in your hand. She's pretty leak proof. Like I've dropped her on the floor and she's never opened. Yeah. She fits such a good amount of water in her without being absurdly heavy. Yeah. We have two different sizes in both of ours. Like I love the way mine feels in my hand and you love the way yours feels in your hand. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. And I think Owala... Because you had an Awala before it was cool. Oh, I think Awala is about to become very cool. I think Awala is about to be the it girl. We had our Nalgene era. We had our Hydro Flask era. We had our Stanley Cup era. And now we're entering our Awala era. The NBT. As a society. The next big thing. Next big thing. You heard it here first. Trend forecasters on this couch. Yeah. We should start a trend forecast where we predict. So far we predicted both Vera and Awala. Yeah. What's my sleigh? You tell me, girl. Good golly, Miss Molly. Um, I think my sleigh, I'm going to say it. It was our improv show we went to. I really enjoyed it. I feel like it was a really good show, top to bottom. Yeah. Well, and, I wouldn't say that. Well, there was a few. I'm just not a stand-up girl. Here's the thing. If you're a man doing stand-up comedy, you need to reassess. So many of the stand-up jokes, because we see, we go to these shows, I would say at least once a month, where it's like, there's like three to four improv groups and like two to three stand-ups. And I've only ever seen like one or two stand-ups I enjoyed because so many of their jokes just rely on hateful material. Yeah. If you're relying on hateful material, you're not funny. No. Sorry. No. But all the improv groups were good. Like they were every all really single good. improv group slayed. Our friend yeah. was on stage. She tore the house down. Yeah. It was so funny. We got to see our favorite improv group, Women of a Certain Age. Yeah. yeah we're Women of a Certain Ajiacs. Yeah. We're their biggest fans. We are their biggest fans. We and want them on the pod. No, I want them on the pod so bad. And I also just want to like. Go to brunch. Go on a walk. Yeah. Like, just hang out with them. They're yeah. just so Just cool. girls being it's girls. Just, it's just two girls. They're just like us. They're yeah. GLUs. They're GLUs. GLUs. That's my sleigh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Cousin Time. Let us know your thoughts on Valentine's Day. Do you love it? Do you hate it? It can be rather polarizing, mm-hmm. so let us know. Um, and we can't wait to see you next week. Yeah. Hugs and kisses. Mwah.